You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A-C-L. And with that, welcome back in to the ACL Pod. Featuring Captain Wags, I'm ACL, he is Wags. We are continuing, guys, with the NFL team-by-team previews. We did the AFC East, we did the AFC South. Today, we start with the AFC North. We're going to be doing the Baltimore Ravens today. The website, therealmisteracl.com, acl-sports.com, Twitter, at therealmisteracl, Instagram as well, Captain Wags, Twitter and Instagram as well. Wags, you ready for some AFC North talk today, man? Let's do it. Let's Bal- do it. Baltimore Ravens, the Lamar Jackson-led Baltimore Ravens. Here are the numbers and the stats on Baltimore Wags. 11-5 and five last year. They tied for second in the AFC North. They, of course, made the playoffs as a wild card. Season win total this year, 11, minus 110 both sides. Now, if you want to pay juice, if you want to pay less juice, there are 11 and a halfs out there, obviously, with juice on the under. There are 10 and a halfs out there, obviously, with juice on the over. So shop around depending on... The amount of juice you want to pay and where you want to go with that. Odds to win the division, plus 115. They are the favorite, but they are plus money. Odds to win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl, plus 650. Odds to win the Super Bowl, 45 to 1. Odds to make the playoffs, a pretty substantial favorite here, Wags. Minus 300. Um, Baltimore Ravens, Wags, what are your thoughts? Yeah, Their team revolves around lamar jackson i had them last year uh to miss the playoffs i lost it but it was a plus 500 bet i think i lost it by a game um i was bearish on lamar last year clearly uh he threw for 10 less touchdowns i think from 36 to 26 he had three more interceptions so i think i was right in that aspect um they they were able to sneak in last year uh, but i think teams you know figured them out obviously from two years ago and how to stop them, how to stop Lamar Jackson, um, how to, you know, keep them contained for the most part. Uh, they do, you know, they had the 32nd pass, uh, passing offense in, in passing yards last year. I mean, that, that is the worst in the NFL. So, um, you know, teams have stopped them. They, they needed, they had a need on the off season at wide receiver. They get Sammy Watkins, they still have a need at wide receiver. Um, he is not, you know, to me, a, a guy that is, is someone to fill a, a big spot, right? Certainly a guy he, that he, has not stayed healthy, for sure. No, so, not a guy that stayed healthy. I not mean, even he, if he is healthy, exactly. He definitely had some flashes last year and, and, and throughout his career. I mean, not to say that Sammy Watkins isn't a, isn't a valuable or a good receiver, but he's not the guy. Um, you know, he, he's that wide receiver three. He's got speed um, where, you know, Team, uh, the te- uh, team's defenses are, are focused on the one and two receivers, and, and he's quick, he's flashy, he can get open and make some big plays. But um, they really didn't see anything. We'll see what uh, Rashad Bateman can do. Uh, kind of like Miles Boykin, I want to see if this guy can develop into something. He's 6'4", 220. He runs a 4'4", 240. Um, he's, got, he, you know, he's got this size, but he can never seem to break out. I mean, he, he has a, a play here and there. Um, I thought maybe he would be that breakout guy guy last year he's not so um 
the fact that Sammy Watkins is is a starting wide receiver now, I mean, it's like, come on, man, like that that's that's crazy. So I I don't think they really did much to help uh, the the Ravens passing game. Their running game is pretty solid, though. I do like Dobbins and Gus Edwards. I think, you know, with, uh, you know, that three-headed monster with Lamar Jackson back there as well, um, they are going to run on games. I think they have some big, obviously, big play potential from Lamar Jackson, um, but he's kind of that gimmicky style still. So um, opposing defenses kind of have it figured out. Uh, I think they do get off to a solid start. I think they're, you know, a pretty solid team. They have... um, you know, a pretty favorable start in the beginning. I can see them starting off, you know, as good as seven and one or six and two. Um, but they have a rough, rough back half of the schedule. It's extremely backloaded right after that bye. Yeah, no, exactly. Yep. Right after that bye, you start to see um, they got to play Minnesota as a tough Minnesota team. They do get them at home. Um, they got to go to Miami, tough game with a great defense. At Chicago, should win. Um, but again, at Soldier Field pick you know they might pick up momentum around there then they get cleveland at pittsburgh at cleveland green bay at at cincinnati who's going to be you know kind of a a, a good like this is you feisty know, pretty, feisty yeah, is the word. feisty team you never know i think yep. they have a real like we'll talk about cincy soon but they have a very um solid um you know skill set right they, they have really good wide receivers they have a good running back we'll see what burrow can do but you know that's a tough game they got the rams and pittsburgh at home i mean <clears throat> this is a very very difficult back half so um you know looking at uh the number and the north and, and things like that um i you know you mentioned ravens to the win the north at plus with uh 115 mm-hmm. i've seen a few shops now at plus 120 so that's yep. kind of interesting the numbers going up yep exactly um and also that that make the playoff number at minus 300, um, you know, we'll see. I'm going to take a close uh, look at that just because of this back half of the schedule um, and their depth. I mean, their depth is is another thing that I'm, I'm concerned about. I, I, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson puts himself out there. He's running. He gets hurt. You got Trace McSorley behind him. You know, I'm not really sold on him. Uh, they're wide receivers again. Their starters aren't even that great. So, um, you know, let alone guys coming in. Obviously, this guy, Devin DuVernay, great returner. um, But what can he do at receiver? I don't know. Really, really like, I think the bright spot is, again, their running running game, even with Lamar and um, Mark Andrews. Great tight end. You're talking fantasy football. Again, still a top three tight end. They're going to, you know, he's got a big red zone target. Uh, he's great. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of where I am on the Ravens. I think their defense will be solid. Um, I probably expect a lot of under games um, with that heavy running attack with Baltimore and, and a pretty solid defense. I want to say before I say anything else, I misspoke on the top. I said the odds to win the Super Bowl were 45 to 1. Obviously, you know, if they were 45 to 1, you're, you're, you're running over children <laughs> to, to get to the window there. 14 to 1. So yep. sorry if, uh, if uh, anyone was, uh, you know, headed to the window, logging onto their account, <laughs> trying to get 45 to 1 on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, look, you mentioned Sammy Watkins. They had, in, in, I, you know, knew they had a good running game. I knew their passing game wasn't great. I didn't know that it was this much of a, of a, gap there before I really dug into the stats over the past few weeks and months or wags. Passing offense last year, 32nd in the league, dead last. Rushing offense last year in the league, first. So (laughs) that sort of tells you everything you need to know as far as Lamar Jackson. I know he won the MVP. I know that. But 2,700 passing yards last year, 26 touchdowns, nine nine interceptions. Not really going to get it done as far as 
in my opinion, pushing the team to really get to that next level there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think, uh, again, I mentioned it, their, their running game is going to be their catalyst. And, um, you know, may, maybe they're able to get some new play calls in there and, and set up the run to, to open up a little bit more of a passing, uh, you know, attack. Because uh, 32nd in the league in a pass-heavy league is not going to cut it. You know, we think of the Ravens as certainly a top franchise every, every year, right? 10, 11, 12, 13 wins, winning divisions, perhaps moving on the playoffs for some. They won their first playoff game this past season since 2014. Yep. So that's crazy. You know, Jim Harbaugh, before he got Lamar a few years ago, he was actually on the hot seat. I mean, they, they, they were calling for him to be fired. He, he essentially kind of went all in, right? He said, okay, I'm going to draft Lamar late first round, see what we got. Maybe we kind of strike gold there. They certainly did the first couple of years. And then everyone's saying, well, you're, the, the defense is in the league. You're basically going to kind of figure him out, right? Figure out how to defend this pass, this run. Um, you know, Lamar oriented guy and, or sorry, run oriented guy in Lamar Jackson. And I think we've kind of seen that. We'll see. This is a big year for him. In my opinion, rarely do you say that for a guy that won the MVP just a couple years ago. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's so interesting. I I really do feel that way. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you look at last year, even, you know, they, they were, you know, they lost three in a row at the end. I think they were what, uh, six and two, just doing some math here. I think they were around seven and five, right, right on that bubble, and then they they knock uh, you know five wins out in a row to end the season, um, putting up thirty four points, forty seven points, forty points, twenty seven points, thirty eight points. Now, what I'm telling you is, those looks are deceive you know deceiving. Lamar Jackson in those games threw for hundred and seven yards, yep, hundred and sixty yards, two hundred and forty yards, one eighty and one thirteen. These are not numbers that reflect such a high scoring scene. So obviously they can get it done on the ground. They can get it done on defense. I mean, they held teams to 17. Okay, they, they beat Cleveland in a crazy 47-42 shootout, but 17, 14, 13, and 3. So, I mean, they, they definitely had a, a – um, their schedule was completely different and completely opposite last year than it is this year because uh, they ended against Dallas without Dak, Cleveland, Jacksonville, the Giants, and Cincinnati – um, so this year it's, it's not going to be the same. Uh, I think, you know, again, they, they're going to lose a, a, a lot more in that back half. So, um, that could be a team to start fading around that bye week. Yeah. They also lose linebacker Matthew Judon, which I think is huge. He signed with the Patriots. Uh, he's one of just four NFL defenders to compile at least 200 tackles, 50 tackles for a loss and 30 sacks in the last four years in the NFL. So, People aren't talking about that. It's not something that you'll necessarily see kind of in the you know mainstream talking points, but that's huge as well. Um, J.K. Dobbins, I will say in fantasy, take a look at him. The Ravens rushed for 191 yards per game last year between obviously uh, Dobbins and Lamar. So factor that in as far as your fantasy drafts. That could be big. But this is a team, to their credit, they know that if they're going to advance in the playoffs, which is something that they certainly have not done recently, it's going to be on the shoulders of Lamar and they – tried as best they could to give him more weapons whether that be receivers whether that be running backs whether that be uh offensive linemen they brought in Alejandroville and the wave from Pittsburgh which I think is huge um so we'll see again make or break year for the guy that was just the MVP a few years ago it's very strange to say but because of the dynamic with him 32nd in the league in passing last year and again one hit away we've been saying it for years he's one hit away with all the running that he does from this team being led by Trace McSorley. 
which I think is we would all agree is a problem. And then if you have under 11, under 11 and a half, you're you're looking pretty good there. Uh, as far as strength of schedule wags, second in the entire NFL as far as difficulty. The only team that's number that is ahead of them who we'll talk later in the week, Pittsburgh. So the entire North here in the AFC has a very difficult strength of schedule here. So Pittsburgh is, I'm sorry, Baltimore is second in terms of strength of schedule. And turnovers last year, they were plus four. So plus four in, in turnover differential last year. So you would certainly think that that would come down a little bit as far as cluster luck, turnover luck as well. So... That's the Ravens. We are making our way through the North. Anything else on Baltimore here, Wags, before we close up shop on the Baltimore Ravens preview? No, I, I think we pretty much summed it up. You know, it's going to really depend on, on Lamar, if he can throw the ball, if uh, Sammy Watkins can make a difference there, and, you know, how they can um, really navigate the waters through the schedule. Uh, it'll, it'll be a difficult one for them. Uh, yeah, 11 wins. I mean, I know it's a 17-game season, but that's that's still a lot. Yeah. All right, guys, that is the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to be back tomorrow with the Baker Mayfield-led Cleveland Browns. A lot of folks bullish on the Browns this year, so we're looking forward to talking about them. Again, the real Mr. ACL, acl-sports.com. It all takes you to the exact same place, so check that out. Twitter, Instagram, always DM us if you have any questions at all. For WAGS, I am ACL. That is the Baltimore Ravens. We're back tomorrow with the Cleveland Browns.